that music, that music means that it's time for episode three of Podcast Rewritten. Hi, I'm Ralph, and I'm not your typical Toontown Rewritten player. Hey, everybody, what's up? I'm Annie, and I am your typical Toontown Rewritten player. What's up, guys? So today we have a very special episode of Podcast Rewritten. How special? extremely special i'd say this is our coolest episode yet you guys all right you're gonna want to listen to this wait a minute episode one and episode two both were pretty darn cool i don't know i think you're not gonna want to miss this this is by far our coolest episode yet you know when we first started this i didn't expect you know we're just doing this for the love of the game but the yeah absolutely and now it turns out we have listeners all over the United States. Not only that, Asia, Europe, and yep. South America. That's right, you guys. You know, we are so overwhelmed and appreciated uh, uh, of the love and support that we've gotten so far, the nice DMs and comments. You know, it makes it that much more fun to be playing these games and to be doing this podcast. Um, so with that, I just want to let you guys know that uh oh my god i'm so nervous <laughs> so we will be interviewing the creative director of toontown joey zolkowski himself no. he gives us an inside glimpse of you know where toontown rewritten has been and what's to come with toontown rewritten in the future that is amazing you know yes. i kind of um sat in during that interview and you know when like just by like talking to somebody you can kind of tell that like they are of like superior intelligence yeah that was him very smart very nice guy yeah. it was just a pleasure being able to talk with him and ask him those few questions it was just absolutely amazing and just such an honor super super nice guy yeah but um before we get to that um i kind of wanted to know what you've been doing on toontown this week because you you've been having some problems on toontown haven't you yes so i have a tune task where i need to get like a hundred or uh, two tune tasks actually one where i need to get like a hundred skelecogs from the coin mint and another one where like 110 or like 120 from like the coin or like the dollar mints something of that you know i've I've been so overwhelmed by this. Annie, I don't even know what you're talking about. Skelecogs, mint, you used some other... Uh, the dollar mint, you know, there's like a bouillon mint. Dollar mint, I have no idea what any of that is. Well, I'm still in uh, Donald's Dock. So, what I mean by this is the coin mint is located in the Cashbot HQ. And, you know, you'll get there. Uh, my laugh is 94, so once you kind of start going up the ranks, you know, you'll you'll get to these areas. Um, the reason, now it might sound silly, but I, I want to elaborate on the reason why I'm so frustrated by this is because um, in these mints, in order to get to the cogs, there's some parkour. Parkour. <laughs> yeah. So... I'm happening to struggle with the parkour and you know like these other tunes are just getting to like getting through this so much faster than I am and I'm just kind of like you know guys I'm so sorry I'm having to make you wait up for me but I'm just not good at this like when you say parkour I'm thinking of those guys who like 
like jump off the side of a building. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. So when the tunes are doing it, that that's exactly what it looks like. You know, like they're jumping like through the lava, like onto these platforms and there's jumping. lava. You'll see exactly what I mean when you get there, but oh, I'm just not good at it. I can't, I can't get through it. And I have to mind you defeat a hundred skelecogs and not every cog in the mint is a skelecog. So I have to do this. How many times? So, approximately how long have you been on this one specific tune task? So, I've been really putting it off because it's quite embarrassing, uh, you know, when my tune just doesn't get through it or I run out of time or I die and then I let everybody down. So, I've been kind of putting it off and working on my other task. Um, you know, I've just, or I, I've been, you know, like fishing or doing a lot of golfing. I've been doing other things. I really need to work on it. You know, um, it sounds like there's really nothing to it, but just to get down and do it. You know what? You're exactly right about that. You are exactly right. I just really need to, you know, start practicing more and um, just get to it and work on it. Honestly, I probably need to um, put a little bit more time in it, too. I've been uh, spending my time uh, during the, uh, what are they called, cog invasions? Mm -hmm. And um, capitalizing on that double bonus you get because I'm trying to uh, build up my sound. Right. Because I've only got that one little horn. Yes. So I've, and, and that doesn't do a lot of damage. Mm -hmm. So I've been kind of hanging around uh, Toontown Central to get like the first you. level, second level cogs and yep. trying to build up my sound gags also. Uh, back to Donald's Dock, and when you need uh, laugh points, I found out last week you told me that I'm not looking for ice cream cones, I'm looking for stars. Yep. Okay. What you didn't tell me was <laughs> that the stars are only at the bottom of the pond. They're all over the playground, I'm pretty sure. No, but absolutely not. I can't find can't a find single them. star. Well, I haven't been to Donald's Dock in a minute, so. The stars are at the bottom of the pond. Nothing we Were could do. Were you looking everywhere else? I oh, searched. I searched up, down, and sideways. The stars are at the bottom of the pond. I had to <laughs> find that out myself. I mean, what's the sense of having a pro Toontown rewritten daughter? If she's not going to fill me in I don't on... spend my time in Donald's Dock right oh, now. Oh, well, got... I'm sorry. Excuse I'm, me. I'm in the coin mint. I'm it's, struggling. You know something? I I don't even know what to say, honestly. But you know what? I want to get back to the whole sound thing. I want to say that I got my foghorn, and I am just beyond happy because I have been, you know, working on sound for a while, and I was kind of putting it off because, you know, I needed a lot more points, but... Sound is a very good thing because, you know, when you're in a building or, you know, you're in a CFO or, a, you know, things like that, and there's a lot of cogs, a lot of tunes like to come together and use sound and just knock all the cogs out because it, it takes out a lot of cogs at once when you use sound. So the more you train sound, you know, That's like, see what I'm, what I'm saying? Doing. Exactly. I'm working on my sound. Well, um, why don't we get to Joey's interview once again? Who we interview? Joey Zilkowski, the creative director of Toontown himself. Amazing, amazing. Yep. Well, I can't wait to hear it, and I'm sure our listeners all over the world, which blows my mind to mm -hmm. even say that, they're also 
international internationally known yep. so here it is the interview with joey zlikowski hey joey can you hear us yep i can hear you can you hear me awesome yeah we can hear you so hey everybody we are with joey zlikowski the creative director of toontown uh, rewritten, and I just wanted to say that it is a complete honor to have you here with us and to be able to interview you. Oh well, thank you. I I'm honored to be here, and I'm so excited to be a part of this podcast. Like, uh, you know, I was telling you it, when we were messaging that it's really surreal to me that there's something called like you know the rewritten podcast about all of these cool online games that have been revived because you know it it's just crazy that we've gotten to this state where there's so many beloved online games that have been revived and rewritten, you know, in, in Toontown Rewritten's namesake. But yeah, so it's great to be here. I agree. You know, it is crazy because I've been playing all these games since I was little. And when they announced that all these games were going to be shut down, it truly is completely heartbreaking. So I just want to thank you again for you and all your staff who worked so hard, uh, you know, to revive these games and, you know, like you guys are doing this um, on a volunteer basis. So I just want to say yep. thank you again. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. And and thank you, of course, for playing and supporting, uh, you know, not just Toontown Written, but all these other great games out there, too. Of course, of course. So um, it looks like you are based out of Pittsburgh, right? Yep, that's correct. I actually I moved to Pittsburgh only about a year ago to work at Shell Games, um, which is where I'm currently employed as a game designer. That's so awesome. Yeah, um, my family and I, we actually went to a Tune Fest at Replay FX a couple of years ago. It was so amazing, you know, being able to meet all the other uh, Toontown rewritten players and sit in the panels and listen to what's going on. It, it was just absolutely amazing. Um, I can't wait again to go to Tune Fest in the future. Um, it was just absolutely amazing. Yeah, I, and I really, really wish that we could have done Tune Fest last year. And of course, because of COVID, we couldn't. Um, and, and this year as well, we aren't doing an in-person tune fest just out of an abundance of caution. Right. Um, but I'm, I'm really looking forward to the day that we can get together as, you know, Toontown players again to meet in person and just bond over this, this game that has impacted so many of our lives. Cause you know, anyone, like, as you know, as someone who's been to tune fest, like it's really just a magical experience to be around all of these really awesome people who you know, we, we've interacted with each other online through our avatars and, and tunes and everything. But when you get to be with someone in person and, uh, you know, bond over this thing that you've only been able to bond thus far through the virtual screen, I don't know. It's it's just crazy things happen and, and um, a lot of great friendships form as a result. I completely agree with you. You know, online, you know, you have all your friends, but it's just completely different in person when you get to see all your friends and interact with each other and stuff. Um, so I want to get into um, the interview questions now. Sure. Um, so is it true that you were only 16 years old when you decided to uh, re-engineer uh, re Toontown? <laughs> hey, well, I, actually, I was only 15. Um, wow. I, and... Uh, it wasn't quite really my decision or anything to like re-engineer Toontown. Like it wasn't quite sort of like waking up one day and being like, you know, we're going to do that. We're going to remake mm -hmm. Toontown. It was more sort of like, uh, I don't know. We, at the time I was running a website called Toonbook with my friend, Jeremy. 
who I had met through Toontown. Um, and Toonbook was, you know, as it sounds, it's a Facebook for Toontown players. And it was a way for people to connect uh, with their friends outside of the game without giving away personal information. Right. And uh, so, you know, I, I was involved with the Toontown community through that and through videos that I would make. And, you know, I'd been playing Toontown basically my whole life. And um, then September 19th, 2013 comes and Disney announces that they're shutting down the game for good. And there's a month left until uh, that people can keep playing it and then it's going to be gone forever. And that was shocking, you know, to me and to a lot of other people, because I think while the Toontown had certainly declined over the years in terms of updates and, you know, different things going on internally at Disney that just led to layoffs and stuff, um, it it still had a huge player base and um, it was something that kind of came out of left field. Like, I, I don't know if anyone really truly anticipated that that was going to be happening soon, like maybe in the next few years, but like not as soon as it did. Um, and so I started talking to my friend Jeremy about like, is there anything that we can do? Like, I know that in the past, like we had talked to people that had considered like making a private server for Toontown because they wanted to make their own content, but it never really worked out. And I was like, I don't know, like people have talked about making a private server before. Is it actually possible? Um, especially because if you remember, there were back in Toontown Online, there were a lot of hackers that were um, messing with the game and everything. Right. Uh, sometimes for good reasons, sometimes for bad reasons. But um, there were certainly a decent number of people out there who kind of understood the way that the game worked as a result of that. And it kind of just naturally came together where myself and Jeremy and uh, a handful of other people just kind of found ourselves in the same chat room online talking about, is this possible? Could we actually do this? And we spent the next month um, from the day that Disney announced that they were closing Toontown until the day that it closed, experimenting and trying to figure out um, how Toontown could be reverse engineered and how if it was going to be possible at all to bring it back online. Wow. So that leads me to my next question. Um, was there any pushback uh, from Disney? Well, I, we've actually never heard anything from Disney at all throughout the time that we've been working on Toontown Rewritten because we, we aren't associated with Disney in any way. And we make it that very clear when you come to our website, you know, we, we aren't associated with Disney. We don't make money off of the game. This is just a fan revival because we're we're players who loved Toontown and loved playing this game, and we want people to be able to keep playing it um, for as long as possible. And uh, in the beginning, there was this feeling that it wasn't going to last long. Like it was um, when we announced that we were going to be starting Toontown Rewritten, which we announced on the day that Toontown closed. We thought, you know, maybe this will get a couple hundred players. Um, Maybe it'll last for a couple months and then either people are going to be bored and be done with it or um, Disney's going to come in and say, yeah, you have to stop. You got to shut down. Um, and we kept waiting for that to happen. And it just kind of never did. Like we, the the cease and desist or anything never came. Um, the players kept coming and coming, like growing way exponentially larger than we ever expected. And we've just really been blessed that Toontown is able to still be around because there's no reason that it should be able to. But 
just I think because of the amazing work that the Toontown Rewritten team has done to like, you know, very early on, it was very important to us to maintain Disney's image. We wanted to make sure that we were running Toontown in a way that was, wasn't going to make them upset in any way. We didn't want to make money off of it so that it wouldn't take away from any of their own income um, uh, or, you know, use co copyrighted work that wasn't ours for profit and everything. We didn't want to do any of that. We didn't want to even collect donations. Like uh, it all just needed to be a very uh, authentic and genuine revival that was coming from this place of love as fans rather than like trying to capitalize on um, like this opportunity or something to like make money off of Toontown. Like it, it was never about that. It was always just about, can we keep this game alive? And I, I at least think and hope that people within Disney saw that and were able to convince their lawyers, I guess, to stay away from us um, and allow us to keep doing what we were doing because like, you know, it's not hurting them at all. It's just allowing people who love this game to keep on playing it. Um, that said, we have talked to some people who were formerly from Disney over the years. Um, like at Toonfest, we've had um, Jesse Shell and Sean Patton, who were both people who originally worked on the game, uh, come and, and do um, a panel for us and talk to Toontown players about their experiences working on the game. We've also talked to Rebecca Metz, who was the community manager of Toontown for a period of time. And even last year at our online Toonfest, we had a panel where we got a bunch of the original Toontown Online developers together for the first time in probably more than a decade. And, uh, uh, you know, talk about their experiences with the game and, you know, show support for the community as it is today, which was really heartwarming to see. So even though we've not had contact with Disney directly, we've at least had contact with their former developers who are just, you know, continue to love and support the Toontown community and are thrilled that people are still playing their game after all these years. Wow. I'm so happy to hear that. Um, you know, I remember when uh, Toontown Rewritten was first announced, just waiting and waiting for it to be released. And I'm so happy to hear how much it has grown. Um, I know. So yeah. Since... Oh, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say it, it's been really crazy to see how how much response Toontown Rewritten has gotten. Because like I said, you know, we we only expected this to be maybe a few hundred people in the beginning and then. It, now we've got over 2 million registered players, and it's insane that uh, we're now almost eight years since the game closed and Toontown Rewritten started, and it's still growing. There's still people playing every day and still people excited about new content and um, sharing their fan art and uh, creating you know podcasts like this for the community. Like it's, it's still a bustling community almost a decade after it originally closed. That's so amazing. So since Toontown Rewritten is a free-to-play game now, how do you wonderful staff keep this game going? So we keep the game going just through our own internal donations. Um, we don't accept any uh, monetary donations from the public, and we don't require our staff to like pay money to keep the game going. Uh, but luckily, we just have a really awesome and, and generous team who... Uh, is not only willing to donate their time every single day almost to keeping the game running, but even their their money to allow us to uh, keep the servers running. And luckily, I think as a result of this, we've kind of uh, 
had we've almost been forced to optimize the game in ways that we wouldn't have had to otherwise because we're trying to keep the cost down you know and the amount of expenses that we have and uh you know where the original game might have taken a whole lot more um server capacity and everything to to keep it running um at higher budget machines and whatnot i think we've managed to optimize it a lot so that we can keep our server costs down but it does certainly still cost a lot of money and it's only possible because of the team who is funding the game and, and allowing it to uh, continue to be online um, as well as continuing to develop it with their time. That is so fantastic. Uh, do you guys ever plan to reveal what is under the cloud on the map in the sticker book? <laughs> yeah, that's a question that we get a lot. Um, and it's something that we do want to do eventually, but I do want to be upfront that it's not something we're working on right now. Uh, so our, our big focus right now uh, that you've probably heard about is the Cellbot Field Offices update. Yes. And that is a huge expansion that we've been working on for about three years now, uh, on and off at least. You know, We've paused to work on other content updates for the game, but now we're full force on getting it finished up as soon as possible. And... Uh, it's going to be a really exciting thing for the players because I don't think a lot of people realize quite how much is actually in this expansion. Um, we have Cellbot Field Offices, which are uh, a brand new building that's going to take over Toon Headquarters, uh, kind of repurposed from their original Toontown Online uh, implementation. Uh, at the top of the field office, we have a new boss battle. We have a new uh, mini game inside of it where tunes are ice skating around a cold collar office. Uh, in addition to that, we've got sort of a new mini playground that we're calling the Tune Resistance Hideout or the Cellbot Task Force Hideout, um, and which comes with new tune tasks and just even more stuff that uh, the players don't even really realize is going to be a part of this update. So we did put out a, an, a video recently that has a full explanation of like where things are at and how close it's uh being to completed and that's available on our youtube channel if anyone wants to check it out uh so it's going to be super exciting to finally see player reactions to this thing that we've been working on for so long and to get back to your original question uh once we finish up field offices and take <laughs> probably a much needed break um that's when we'll start the conversations about what's going to be our next big thing um, which could very well end up being the cloud or it could be something else. And I think the way that we're going to decide that is going to be largely based off of what the community tells us that they want to see and, and what people want next for Toontown Rewritten. Because ultimately that's, you know, we're making this game for um, everyone who plays Toontown, um, all of the players, which include us as uh, big fans of the game ourselves. And so whatever content we create, we want to, really believe is going to be something that's well worth the time that it takes to develop and be something that uh, delivers something huge that the community wants to see. I see. Well, I'm very excited uh, for those Cellbot field offices myself. Um, so that leaves me with my last question. Um, is there ever going to be any type of Toontown rewritten uh, mobile app um, besides the Toon HQ, like any type that, you know, we could play on? That, that is a great question. Um, and it's something that we've talked kind of on and off about over the years. Um, uh, a big problem with it is that Toontown is built on very old technology. Um, <laughs> and 
the not just uh like technical wise but in terms of the the overall interface of toontown you know is built for a mouse and keyboard mm-hmm. and so uh if we ever ported the game to mobile devices we would have to really make sure that uh we're reworking our interface to support both the mouse and keyboard and touch interfaces uh in addition to all of the technical work that would be required to um port it to a mobile device i know that there there's some other toontown servers that i think have been pretty successful in getting it on mobile devices um i think some of them from what i've seen at least might have a little bit of performance issues or or things that don't work as well on mobile compared to the computer and those are the sort of things that like we would really want to try and figure out um, as much as possible before we were ever able to do a mobile port of the game. So I don't know. I mean, anything's possible. It could definitely happen. And it's one of those things where, you know, like I said, following field offices, we're going to be listening very closely to what the players want to see most. And if a Toontown mobile app is like the most important thing to people above any sort of content that could be added to the game, then that's the sort of thing that we would shift our focus to next. Joey, that is awesome. Thank you so much for being on our podcast. You know, initially creating this podcast, we didn't really think that we would get enough attention. Um, But this is just amazing for us. Uh, We hope we didn't take up too much of your time. um, But that's all we have for you. So... Oh, well, thank you so much for having me. And thank you for creating this podcast again. Uh, Like I said, it's really awesome to see this sort of creative work being put into Toontown after all of these years. And um, it's great to see the ways that people are finding new ways to invest in the game and invest in um, creating this community around it. Uh, You know, just as, as the world evolves sort of at a faster pace than the game has. So Yeah, it's been really great to be a part of this. And uh, hopefully sometime I'll be able to come back in the future. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, I guess we'll see you online on Toontown Rewritten. Yep. All right. Well, thank you so much and have a great day. Awesome. Bye, everyone. Bye. Oh, my goodness. Amazing, amazing interview. Annie, thank you so much for that. Yeah, and you know what? I just want to say again how incredibly grateful I am to be able to interview someone like him. You know, this has been a dream my whole entire life, and, you know, now you, because we've been bonding over this. Yeah. I don't know if we've mentioned this, but we're a father-daughter podcast. Um, I've been playing all these games my whole life, and now I have you playing them. Yeah, that's right. Um, Because... You know, Toontown Rewritten is just a great way to bond. I've seen other families who play together, um, you know, on some of the Facebook um, groups and stuff. So I am just so incredibly grateful to be able to interview the creative director of Toontown Rewritten, Joey Zolkowski himself. You know, what an incredibly knowledgeable guy, incredibly, incredibly kind. Um, It's just so great to, to be able to do something like this. And Joey also mentioned that uh, if enough people were interested in some sort of Toontown rewritten mobile app, that maybe the team might get started on something like that, which I would think that's cool because I get a lot of downtime at work, so I could really get a lot done in the game, you know, in my spare time if it was available on an app. 
Yeah, and you know what? I know that I would be interested. Um, I've seen people online who have asked about it and talked about it. Um, so I think that that would be incredibly amazing. Um, I just kind of wanted to give a quick shout out. Um, there's a Facebook group, not the uh, Toontown rewritten Facebook group. They are absolutely incredible. But there was a second group um, I wanted to kind of talk about the... Um, Adult Toontown Addicts, and um, I've kind of been spending a little bit of time there, and they've given me some pretty good tips and uh, tricks, and they kind of like w uh, welcomed me with open arms, so I just wanted to give them a quick shout out. That's awesome. You know what? They are a wonderful, great group to be on, very helpful, very kind people, great group of people. Um, why don't you give our email address out so people know where to correspond sure thing so uh our email address is all things rewritten at gmail.com that's all things rewritten at gmail.com you can send us you know any questions just you know anything you got suggestions for us. any suggestions any questions we're open to all of it and uh we also have a, a what is it called a link tree yeah, we've got a link tree um, on our Twitter and our Instagram. So uh, our Instagram is Podcast Rewritten, and our Twitter is Podcast Rewrit. That always just gets me right in the funny bone. Rewrit like it's in the past. Well, <laughs> um, I don't think we have anything else this week. And That about uh, covers it. That about covers it. Uh, I'm going to actually wrap this up and probably play some more Toontown Rewritten. I'm right there with you. All right. See you next week. Bye, everybody.